the Surviving Outside Sales Podcast, hosted by Mike O'Kelly, presented by Rhythm AI. The goal is to get in, dominate, then get out. Surviving Outside Sales, on with the show. You know the oldie, but the goodie. Separation is in the preparation. And being prepared for whatever you're doing, especially in the sales world, is uber critical. When you're new, okay, I get it. You can wing it. You can just fly by the seat of your pants. You can kind of uh, just kind of go with the flow. But at some point, that will catch up to you. You can't build a career. You can't build a process on just showing up and winging it. You have to understand what you're doing in all time at all times, and you have to understand the customer's journey. Just walking up and regurgitating talking points of your product or service isn't going to work. Now, unless you have a product that is just, I've mentioned before on the podcast, like a Viagra, where people are clamoring for it. If you're just an order taker, that's one thing. But if you're actually having to take people through the process, the five-step process of sales, going from unaware, aware, trial, user, advocate, you are going to need to be prepared. And your level of success is going to be dictated by your level of preparedness. The separation is in the preparation. Tomorrow evening, I'm going to be doing a speaking event. I'm very excited about this. I'm doing a speaking event at the Lobby Network. It is a medical uh, sales networking group. And right now, there's 120 people that have RSVP'd, which means about 40 to 50 are going to probably be able to make it. You know, at the last minute, schedules conflict. So I'm going to be speaking at this event, and I'm extremely excited because these are kind of my people, you know, the medical sales world. And I've spent a majority of my career in the medical sales field. So these are my people. And I'm very excited because this is going to be one of the first times that I have been on stage. Now I've talked in front of groups, but there's literally, I mean, it's only one foot, but there's literally going to be a stage. And so what I want to do is the, the professional strategy that I have in my career is I love doing coaching. But I want to diversify and I want to do the message one to many as opposed to just one on one. I want to have a bigger impact. You know, if I'm if I'm talking to 10 people, three people might just completely zone out. But I just connected with seven as opposed to doing one on one. It's not as big of a multiplier. And so I want to build that out. And so this is just the next step for me to get practice, for me to get repetitions also for me to network as well. I have not seen a lot of the people that are going to be there. Uh, About 55 to 60 of my connections on LinkedIn, people that I know have said they're going to be there. So it's great because I haven't seen a lot of these people because I haven't been out in the field full time in several years. So it's going to be great to see these people again and kind of catch up on what's happening. And I want to keep my finger on the pulse of the market. You never want to take your finger off the pulse of the market. You want to know what's going on. You want to know the trends because it's going to be able to help you dictate how you can help people going forward. So the separation is in the preparation. I am speaking at a place I've never been to before. It's a very trendy bar. It's called the Penthouse in Charlotte, North Carolina. And what I mean by trendy is it's not like a dive bar. It's not a sports bar. There's not 800 TVs on the wall. There's not a private room we're going to be speaking at. And so I wanted to make sure that I knew the lay of the land 
And so I started going and the first thing I did was I started asking questions and I asked questions to the manager that was there at the time. Where am I going to be speaking? What does it look like? I asked questions such as, how is the sun at that time of day? Now, I could not go at the same time as the event because the event starts at 5.30 and I'm going on at 6. Well, that's dinner time with the family. So I asked, I said, where will the sun be? This place has a lot of windows. So I wanted to make sure that you know the sun's not going to be in my eyes, et cetera. So I just started asking a bunch of questions. I said, I see you have two speakers above the stage. Is that, do you have a mic? Will I be speaking into that? No, that is for the overhead music. And there's possibly going to be a DJ downstairs. So the music will pump upstairs through that. And I said, okay, well, that could be a problem. <laughs> because if the music is pumping right above where I am, I'm going to have a little bit of difficulty um, uh, communicating with my audience. Well, the, you know, talking to my video guy, my videographer and my photographer, he said, that's not gonna be a problem. I've got a speaker system I can bring. It's going to be so loud that it's going to reverberate around and people are gonna be able to hear you. And I said, great. If I had not done that and we had just kind of shown up would have been a complete waste of not a waste of time, but I would have been on, on stage trying to scream at people or my guy would not have brought the right equipment because he wouldn't have known. So it's very important. You have to scout things out. Do you ever hear about scouting out locations? You hear it all the time. You hear it for movie sets. You hear it for musical. You know, um, Jerry Seinfeld famously said he would scout out comedy clubs before he would perform there because he wanted to know where the audience sat, how the how the music, how the or not the music, how the sound would reverberate around the room. He wanted to be as prepared as possible. Now, the, the preparation that I'm going in is the exact same process of being a business professional. You have to do the research. First thing is you got to do the research on your market. What type of market, what type of environment are you walking into? Who are you speaking to? Okay. In this case, I'm speaking to three different levels of medical sales professionals. There's going to be executives. There's going to be current sales professionals. And then the third group is going to be aspiring medical sales professionals, people that want to get into the industry. Okay. So those are the people that I'm going to be talking to. So if I start talking about anything that doesn't have to do with their journey, with their experiences, it's going to be a big swing and a miss. So I'm not going to go there and talk, obviously politics. I'm not going to talk comedy. I'm going to talk about the journey of the people that I'm talking to, the audience, okay? Um, but the first step, I'm going to give you six steps on building your process as far as being prepared, okay? Number one, do your research and do your research on your own time. So whoever you're selling to, scour the internet, go to all the social media platforms and see if you can find any information, Google them, reach out to people you know. Find out as much information as possible about the people you are, are targeting, the people you are going after. You want to understand what makes them tick. You want to understand their personality. You want to understand, looking at their website, in their own words, what is important to them. Number two, what type of environment will you be selling in? That's very crucial, okay? So for instance, I'm going to be selling into a bar at happy hour, not a private room. It's going to be open. It's after hours. So people have just completed a full day of work. Okay. So the first thing is they do not want to be preached to. Okay. 
This is not a conference where they paid to show up because they want that tough love. Okay. This is not a, um, you know, a self-help conference, or this is not something, this is not an opportunity to just quote unquote, come out and just, just teach. Okay. So what I have to do is I have to inspire through story. So I'm going to have to craft my stories. I'm going to have to craft my talk around stories that have a message. Okay. But it has to be captivating because people are going to be sitting there thinking, oh my gosh, not everybody's going to be sitting. People are going to be standing. So I have to keep this extremely short. So it's one thing if everybody was seated, I could probably do 25. They've allotted 30 minutes. In fact, some of the other speakers at some of these other events in other cities have spoken for about 30, 35 minutes. Well, most of my group is going to be standing. I don't like listening to people talk for five minutes while I'm standing. And so I'm going to try to cut it as short as possible. And that's what I've been practicing all week. It's just cutting it down short, short. I've got a main story that I'm going to be talking about, but it is knowing your audience. Okay. And that's another thing too. It's not the fact that this is medical sales professionals. It's also the fact that these people are going to be standing. They're not, most of the people are not going to be sitting. They're going to be standing. I've just interrupted them. I've just interrupted them from meeting people in their network. And not to mention the fact, because it's not a private room, people are still going to be entering as I start talking. So you got to understand. And what frame of mind will the audience have? Again, this is a networking event. Uh, It's after hours, meaning they've had a long day. They want to decompress. And they just want to hear something that kind of uh, goes along with their ideas of the event. Okay? So one of the underlying things is community and network. That's going to be one of the underlying messages of my talk, community and network, and how vital they are to the success, not only of the industry, but of the individual. Uh, Process number four, um, what value do I want the audience to come away with? So this is multifaceted, okay? Um, In the beginning, if you're starting out and you're in sales, you just want to have like kind of that one big thing. I'm layering the big things. Okay, so there's three things that I'm doing or three big things that I want them to come away with. But as advice, I just say stick to one. I've been doing this for a very long time. And so what I'm going to be doing is I'm going to have a kind of a global big thing. I'm going to have a local big thing and I'm going to have an individual big thing. Because, again, I'm talking to a broad audience. And when you're talking to a broad audience, you try to be as broad as possible. But my tip is for if you're in the sales process, your sales process should be one big thing. You don't want to have a bunch of ands. You want to have one thing when you're talking to a prospect. Because a lot of people can't focus on more than one thing. Number five, have I clearly defined the call to action? Every single time you give a presentation, every time you give a talk, every time you give a sales, um, I guess I hate the word pitch, but sales pitch for a lack of a better term, you want to have a call to action. What do you want people to do with this newfound information, this newfound idea that you have just seeded in their head? You just engaged them, talk to them about your product, your service, et cetera. What is the next step? You have to build out that process. Sometimes you try to get them to sign on the dotted line. Sometimes you have 
you realize this is a step one in three or four steps, but you have to clearly understand before you walk in, what is your call to action? Okay. My call to action for every single person in this room is I want to be connected to them on LinkedIn. Okay. I want them to benefit from my network and I want to start consuming their network as well. I want to consume their content because I might be able to help them in one way, shape or form. So the biggest call to action is I want to be connected to them. I want them to connect to me. I want them to go to my website, which is going to be live tomorrow for the event. So that's the call to action. That's all I'm concerned about when I'm there. I just want to connect with the people in the audience. Number six, be memorable. If you focus on this process and you stick to it, you're going to be memorable. Also being memorable is telling great stories, understanding how to tell stories captivating the audience with speaking, just like presenting, you can't just go in the same monotone tone, go through some days I get, some days I do get caught. If you've listened to my podcast long enough, sometimes my episodes are very flat. I apologize. I do it daily. I'm a dad. I got two toddlers. Kids wake me up in the morning. Sometimes I just don't have that energy level. This morning I feel great. I was up at five uh, 15. I was at the gym got back. So rip roar and ready to go. Coffee kicked in, ready to go this morning. Be memorable. Okay. What you want is at the end of the process, you either want somebody to take action that day through your call to action, or what you want is in the future, you want them to remember your call to action and then execute. Not every single person will take action And not every single person will be ready to take action when you want them to. Again, it's not about your journey. It's about the buyer's journey. So for the audience, I want to be memorable. I want people to to think to themselves, man, that that was so fun. Mike is great. Yes, I want to connect with him. To the executives in the room, I want them to say, oh my gosh, you know, I've got a, I've got a POA coming up. I'd love for, for Mike to go talk to my district because right now these are just people in Charlotte. They're just people in the Carolinas. There are going to be some executives there. I think there's going to be a VP of sales there from one of the companies. I want him to think, maybe we should have Mike speak at our national sales meeting. Be memorable. We're all in sales. We're always selling something to someone. Be memorable. You have no idea where that could lead. So those are the six tips. I'll just run through them real quick again. Number one, you got to do your research and you got to do it on your own time. That means nights, weekends, mornings, whatever it takes, you've got to be prepared. Number two, what type of environment are you selling into? You have to understand what is going to be detracting or adding to the stimulus or detracting from your talk while you're there. Is your audience going to be distracted or are they going to be focused on you? What frame of mind will my audience have? Are you catching people first thing in the morning? Their coffee really hasn't kicked in. End of the day where the mind starts to wander. A happy hour where people are completely off of work mode and they're just trying to enjoy themselves. What do you want the audience, tip number four, what do you want the audience to come away with? What's that one big thing that they need to know about your product, your service, or you? Five, have a clearly defined call to action. What do you want them to do after? You've spoken to them. What's the next step? And six, be memorable. 
have them think about you two, three, four months down the road, you have done your job. Hopefully this has all helped. I really do appreciate. Um, I really do appreciate every uh, everybody who's been listening to the show. Um, you know, the separation is in the preparation. I love to prepare for everything and I love to test things and I, I'm never settled. I'm, no, I'm never going to settle for what I'm doing right now. I'm always going to be striving for better. I'm always going to be striving to make it to make the podcast better, et cetera. So here's my call to action. Please share this. Send this link to somebody else. Start talking with your friends about the topics here. And let me know what your thoughts are. Reach out to me, Mike at Surviving Outside Sales uh, website. Tomorrow is going to be ready to go. So very excited about that. Um, Hopefully, (laughs) I got a long day today and I'm spending my entire day making sure that all the I's are dotted, T's are crossed. I'm not going to say it's perfect, but it's not about perfection. Okay. It's just about representing myself and making sure that I've got something that I'm really happy about, really, uh, really, you know, proud. And it kind of conveys the message. So. Thank you so much. Really do appreciate it. Hope everybody has a great rest of their day and I'll see you tomorrow. Surviving Outside Sales. Bye-bye.